0: I'm Abby and I'm Allie and it's about About time Time for true crime hello what is going on you guys, honestly, this is so romantic. Every time Allie and I start this show, we just have this dumb little look on our face that's like smiley and big. And we're like, it's a bad time for true crime. But we always lock eyes so that we say it at the same time. And right now, we've got like a cute little candle going. It's like mood lighting. We're wearing matching sweatshirts. I it's need just- like a sexy saxophone in the
1: <laughs> back here. I just, I was just going to say that we <laughs> just, <laughs> just stare. <laughs> <laughs> lovingly at
0: each other. it's a bad type of true crime <laughs> sorry can you tell we're a little bit tired huh. brain is gone what a week what it's s- monday
1: <laughs> what did you say earlier
0: <gasps> i don't know babe
1: stick a fork in me oh.
0: <laughs> put a fork in me and take me out the oven because i am done
1: that is how i feel just about like a lot of things right now same I'm ready for some cooler weather, ready for
0: me too. fall
1: festivities. I live my best life in leggings and flannels.
0: I live my best life in a men's 3XL sweatshirt and shorts underneath. So this is actually like my favorite time of year. <laughs> Perfect. Right at the end of summer, going into the beginning of fall, where it's still hot, but you're starting to get like that bite in the air. I love it. Ooh, I like it. Anyway...
1: So, how was your week, babe? Oh, not so bad. Not so bad. Just living the dream. Living the dream. Living you know the dream. how it is. Mm-hmm. Snugging my cat. <coughs> going to work. Going to sleep. Going to work. Going to sleep. Going to work. Oh, and then sleep? No. Oh. Yeah, no, then I slept, though. Oh, It was a okay. big, long... Yeah, it was, it was crazy.
0: <laughs> my week was pretty good. It was kind of mundane, but that's kind of how it has to go sometimes.
1: Very productive, And I'm ready for like a few days to do absolutely nothing.
0: You guys, so last week I had some issues with one of my meds. I had some side effects going on. And this week I'm finally feeling better back at it. I was fully on my happy little cocktail made by my psychologist and my doctor. And I am so productive when my mental health is good. Look
1: at you go. I know.
0: I started and finished multiple tasks each day this week, which was fabulous. And my apartment is clean. And I don't mean like, oh, I just put the dishes in the dishwasher clean. I mean like, bitch, she disinfected.
1: So I could eat off the floor. Yeah. But not where. You Newton, would not want to. Not where Newton scooted his little no,
0: ass. Not his little dot, 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 dash, 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 dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> I do think he's trying to send SOS to, you know, Russia. You think so? Well, he's a commie. Oh, my God. You're
1: <laughs> killing me.
0: He's a cat, you guys. Calm down. It's okay. But He's
1: so, he's <laughs> so sweet, but he's so mean. He's so
0: sweet when he wants to be. <laughs> and he's also an asshole. Every other minute of the day. Seriously. <laughs> okay. So what do you have for us this week? What do we got?
1: So today...
0: I'm going to actually talk about
1: a case that happened this year. Holy cow. Two months ago. What? Yes. Fast. So. Not even in another season. No. This just drew my attention. Okay. And I'll talk about why. Hit me with it. In a bit. Okay. Oh, okay. Nice try. So I got to keep you coming in for more, babe. So it's true. I'm on the edge of my seat. So this one stuck out to me. And. It's ongoing, so there isn't as much available on this, obviously, as one that's cut and dry already done. Right. But it's going to be relevant again, because there's a court date coming up, so I want to make sure that we talk about it, and I will update as I learn more.
0: Yay, yay, yay. I love a case with updates, and also, super interesting. I'm glad that it's this fast, but also kind of stressed that it's this fast, you know?
1: I think it's pretty cut and dry in terms of our suspect got him. but for legal reasons i will say that he is the alleged murderer indeed however and i don't really think there's any arguing with it
0: okay well let's just throw i don't know if any of you are into math at all but we'll just throw some parentheses around this entire episode and put alleged in front so
1: I like that because then it, it'll just like apply to
0: yep. all of it. Like So that way you that don't, don't have to say alleged every other word. We'll just know. But you Shouldn't guys, this is
1: alleged. At the, we'll put that in little cute little like show notes.
0: Oh my gosh. Love that. But you guys, for listening, this is, this is your show note. Everything here is alleged because you don't want to hear her say alleged every other word for the next hour. Well, a lot of this is fact. <laughs> that, okay. Fair, fair, fair. But accusations are all alleged.
1: Accusations are alleged. Let's jump into it. All right. We're going to be talking about the murder of Riley Whitelaw. Okay. So she was born January 20th, 2005. Oh. 2005. Just want to let that sit. I rem- When was it? January 20th,
0: 2005. I could probably remember what i was doing maybe not like to the day but as a general time frame she
1: grew up in colorado springs colorado okay she was a student at air academy high school cute she got straight a's she loved school Yes, she did she was very creative and a fan of art in every sense of the word she loved to paint she was a talented musician okay in her obituary she was described as wise beyond her years and that she had empathy patience and compassion towards those around her i have to be honest her obituary made me like tear up and just mm. looking at a photo of her and reading this so and i don't normally start here in the story yeah but honestly she just sounded like such a beautiful soul And someone who loved her very much sat down to write these words, and I want to do her justice by reading some of it. Okay. So this is from her obituary. It says, she allowed others to be seen, heard, or recognized. If you were having a bad day, she had the innate ability to lift you up. She was dedicated, persistent, and passionate about everything she endeavored to try. If she was trying something new, she would fully commit without hesitation. Riley was a quiet leader amongst her peers and was always willing to lend a helping hand to those around her.
0: Oh, and she's beautiful. She's a baby. And tiny. And I when know. you look her... Oh, a total baby. I am just literally on Google and... Uh, I know. What a delight.
1: So... She did work part-time to, you know, have some spending money, but she spent a lot of her free time volunteering at the Humane Society. And she loved her dog, and her dog's name was Judy. Judy! She just loved her dog. Judy. So, from what I could tell, she doesn't have any siblings. Okay. Um, Which... Just really hurts my heart because she was their one, you know? Yeah. And her family is just absolutely grief-stricken. And again, I don't usually start episodes this heavy, but I just sort of felt compelled to really highlight what a good person Riley was and this beautiful young woman that she was turning out to be and kind and talented and hardworking and sweet. Yeah so i want to step back a little bit to not even three months ago yeah so this is june 11th of this year 2022. 2020 gosh yep we're in we're not that long ago people and police were called to the colorado springs walgreens around 7 p.m because a manager his name was justin zunino which i kind of like. Mm. he had found a corpse at work what i can't imagine being any of the people that worked here to find like a dead like the worst thing that i could do is like walk into the break room and like maybe someone ate my lunch
0: what did you say that he did for work
1: she worked at walgreens
0: oh gosh
1: so The manager walks into the break room, finds this body, and is, like, beside himself, obviously. I can't even fathom what that was. He walked into the break room. He sees blood everywhere. And then in the middle of the room on the floor is Riley's body. Mm. And Justin recognized her, obviously. Like, she was one of his employees. And there had been blood all around her that belonged to her it wasn't anyone else's blood so the police get there and they see severe injuries to her head and neck okay so what they knew for sure was that she was murdered so this wasn't trigger warning a self-harm
0: related issue
1: it also wasn't a slip and fall gone wrong. It wasn't this like tragic accident. It was very clear that this was murder. Sounds it. So the timeline at this point is that at 5.30 p.m. A manager, not Justin that we just talked about. Okay. Noticed that Riley hadn't come back on the floor from her break. Okay. So she had a break. She was due back. She wasn't yet. That was odd, but not really like raising any alarms. Right. A customer, at about 5.45 p.m., recalled hearing a woman screaming, then other loud noises, and then it stopped. And not knowing what it was, she just carried on with what she was doing, shopping, and left. As you do. She didn't raise any questions while she was there at the time. And then, by 7 p.m., Justin Zunino finds her dead in the break room and that's what they have for the series of events
0: what the hell luckily
1: though investigators had a suspect almost immediately his name is joshua johnson he is 28 years old and he also works at that walgreens oh okay so we're gonna step back to the year before she was killed so we're going 2021 to 2022 okay for pretty much this entire year she had reported joshua johnson to management at work are you kidding because he had made several romantic advances toward her that she did not reciprocate i want to remind you she's 17 years old she's born in 2005 i would
0: also just like to remind you once someone says no
1: let that fucking be it question mark so she was not interested in him He continued and it got to a point where she requested to work different shifts than him or like entirely different days just to not be around him. I get that. So he's flirting with her, but I think it's important to note that it's not like he met her at work and then tried pursuing her outside of work. He is... They're both on the clock in the building. He's trying to hit on her. She's not having it. Right. And taking the necessary steps to try to alleviate that. So... Her just trying to work different shifts and different days just tells me that she was creeped out by him and she wanted out. So, you know what they did? Huh? Nothing. Oh. Absolutely nothing.
0: That's so nice, She was
1: denied different shifts. She was denied different days. She still had to work with him, even though she was able to articulate the ways he was coming on to her and that she was uncomfortable by him. Right. All things that happened on the clock also.
0: Dare I say, you might want to protect your minors that are your employees, regardless of the fact that she is someone who has consistently reported somebody for uncomfortable behavior.
1: So she was 17 years old when she died. She was 16 years old when he's beginning to come on to her.
0: Ew. And he's a 28-year-old grown-ass fucking man. So uh, in fairness, when she was 16, probably what, 27? 27. Yeah? Yeah, still. Yucky. Icky, icky, yuck,
1: yuck. Get out of here. At this time, it just, like, mind boggles me that management didn't want to have at least a stern conversation with this, like, budding pedophile. Yeah. I mean, I can't find anything to say that they absolutely didn't do anything with him. I'm sure a lot of that is under investigation right now, and they have to be limited in what they can say. It's obviously a recent case but he didn't lose his job she didn't get different shifts she didn't get any of that stuff so what does that tell you yeah so i know that they knew because she reported it but again not sure what may have been done about it in terms of like addressing it with joshua right This only happened not even three months ago, so there's still a lot of information that hasn't been released, but from what I can find, he was never approached, she was never validated, and it was rumored that he became very frustrated and upset whenever her boyfriend was around. Okay. So, he grew jealous. Yeah. And apparently, the boyfriend started working at this same Walgreens a couple of months before this. Oh, no. And... I didn't say that he was aggressive, but he just got jealous and sort of frustrated when the boyfriend was around and giving her attention and things like that.
0: Understandably, especially considering if they're in a relationship, which boyfriend indicates that she is showing interest in someone else. And suddenly that's the thing that he wants, but it's right in front of his face, not to him.
1: And he can't have
0: it. Right. That's frustrating.
1: So on the evening of her murder... Joshua can be seen on, like, their surveillance cameras stacking bins in the break room, and he's trying to block the camera from, like, view, like the camera's view from the room. Okay. So he just starts stacking shit that doesn't need to be stacked in front of the camera so that it blocks the view. Right. When police ask him about it, he denies it. He just says, like, oh, I didn't stack bins. What? I definitely didn't try to interfere with the camera view and it's like with evidence my guy
0: like it's right like it's on camera
1: come on it,
0: the whole point of it is that it's on camera so that what you do later isn't on camera do you think that they
1: like asked you because they like just were interested or do you They're think like, they hey buddy have that video? so have
0: you ever like thought about rearranging like some feng shui in here or <laughs> i'm not liking how the the vibe flows could we just move those boxes it's not very fluid right now see anything i think that would make it better
1: you know it's like at this point already it's not looking good come
0: the fuck on guy
1: so he said he just said he's like i was in the break room and there was a ton of blood there and i slipped and fell in it so i was covered in blood what yep that was it. That's what he said, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. I'm
0: so I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I know this is like the crime is not funny. This is very sad. However, the image of a guy just like slipping and falling his <laughs> blood is low key hysterical.
1: And just the fact that he's like, oh well, didn't mean to do that, and then just Whoops, carried see, on about his day. De- you know what I mean? Like guess that. Better
0: keep going. Now I'm gonna ask who's whose blood it nope. is. Nope, we're not gonna worry about that. Bro, have you heard of a bloodborne pathogen? I don't think he cared so okay sorry.
1: the other piece of this <laughs> is that they had like a window to the break room I think it was like part of the door okay yeah all of a sudden that just got covered up by paper huh hmm. I wonder why weird and then a restroom closed sign was put out to keep people away even though like it wasn't a restroom from what I can tell it was just to like deter customers from maybe like trying to open that or look right. inside or whatever so what makes me so angry is that by stacking the bins and covering the window and taking all of these precautionary measures yeah shows that this was premeditated this wasn't a fit of rage that just he you know it got washed over him or something he didn't even realize it happened not that that's an excuse right but this just shows that he is angry he's resentful of her and he's going to make her pay for that
0: well and also fixated because for something like this to be premeditated for you to take those steps not only have you fixated enough on your resentment towards that person for it to grow to hatred which i think you I have not murdered anyone, but I think you probably have to hate someone to premeditate a murder of someone. I would think so. I would hope so in that I hope that there is like some sort of basis someone has to have to get to that point, regardless of how valid the logic is that led them to hate that person. But it just... It frustrates me so much when things like this happen because I think the idea of a crime of passion still has this tantalizing love behind it. I care about that person. I love that person and I'm mad because of whatever's happening. This is not love. You don't like stack boxes in front of a camera so that your loved ones can get murdered without being seen. Sorry. Sorry.
1: Exactly. And I can't imagine walking into any room, at work, anywhere else, that's covered in blood. And I just, I don't scream. I don't pass out. I don't call a 911.
0: I don't ask my boss where the fucking mop is.
1: I can't imagine having, not having at least one of those responses, let alone (laughs) further walking into the room, wiping out. In this huge puddle (laughs) of blood that does not belong to you. And then going, I should change now. So, he says he just, he goes home to change because now his... Naturally. Clothes are a little stained. So, he needs to wash up. So, he gets different clothes and has his night. Okay. Throws those in the wash. So, the next day, the police find him. And he is walking outside of Trinidad, Colorado. Okay. along interstate 25 so i looked this up it's about two hours away i think it's like 130 miles from colorado springs where that walgreens is located when they stop him they get to look at his face and his hands and they are covered in scratches yeah so this is where he's questioned he denies stacking the bins says he had happened to fall on the blood normal work shenanigans You know what?
0: Every time I go into a Walgreens, there's a pool of blood. I just sort of slip in and and, go home. And you just got to step over it. (laughs) Sometimes it's
1: life. What the fuck? And he's really trying to, like, brush this off. Right. And when he was asked if he ever had any feelings for Riley or anything like that, how well did he know her? What was their working relationship like? He said that he used to have a crush on her, but that was a long time ago. He no longer has feelings for her. Right, right,
0: right. So long ago.
1: And he denied having anything to do with her death, but he was arrested and charged with her murder. Now, there isn't a resolution to this case, but there has been a lot of heat from the public. So as it stands right right now, he is incarcerated. He has got a next court date at the end of August
0: oh so that's coming up
1: yes okay and so that's why i wanted to talk about it because i want to be able to update afterwards but it's really important and i just i read her obituary and cried yeah and that i just needed to i just needed to talk about it so because this is an ongoing case there's a lot of commentary about what should have happened how things should have been handled what to do now Right. So first of all, the issue of management seemingly just not addressing this concern. And let's call it harassment because that's what it sounds like this was. Yep. And I can't definitively say that they like laughed in her face about it, but it doesn't seem like they did anything about it. Right. And obviously Walgreens is not responsible for the actions of Joshua Johnson, neither are the managers. None of that. But something should have been done to intervene. She reported that these events happened while they were at work and she wanted to be away from him. She's a minor. She's 17 years old. She reports that a 28-year-old grown man has been making advances toward her that she did not want. And even if she did, let's pretend that she was so into him and beaming over him in love with him. She's still a child and he's a grown adult. Now, I looked up Colorado law. The age of consent is 17. So if she had chosen to pursue a relationship with him, would it have been legal? Sure. Moral? In my opinion, absolutely
0: not. She's a kid. Here's the thing. When I was 16, I had a crush on a guy who was 20. And it, nothing ever came of it. Nothing ever happened. But. The fact that there was enough of a conversation and enough of a vibe there that I picked up on it and reciprocated. And I feel like reciprocated is a fine word. We've talked about it. But I got to, like, at 16, I thought that was so cool. I was like, I'm mature for my age. I'm I'm good. Like, whatever. At 20, even at 20, looking back at 16, I was like, how?
1: How? It sounds, it's really cool when you're younger and this older person is charismatic or you just drawn to them for whatever reason and then you right. get to the age that they were at that you looked up to them and you're like first of all I'm an idiot I don't know anything
0: yep <laughs>
1: second of all that's disgusting that someone could have been attracted to a kid like that you know
0: it you know. well and like thinking back on the way I was like the way I would even interact with my peers it's just so juvenile compared to how adults interact and the kind of connection you can forge with another full grown adult And it bothers me, A, that it didn't strike anybody at this corporation as a least bit of a liability to keep them on the same shift. But also, this is why harassment training is important. This is why there's supposed to be repercussions if somebody tries to retaliate if you, you know, actually claim assault, not assault, oh my gosh, actually claim harassment has happened. It's important because safety is at stake. She's 16, 16. Well, uh, yeah, 17 at the time she died, but 16 leading up to all of this. I'm sorry. Even in the event that I had to deal with feelings towards a minor, which I never have, I don't think I could even be around them. Like, it would stress me out so much to be like, this is a ooh, like a child. Ooh. And then <laughs> and then on top of that, to continually be like on the same shifts or whatever. And then after all of that, for someone to come up to be like, have you ever had feelings for this person 11 years younger than you to be like, yeah, I had like a little crush, but okay, it's whatever."
1: I used, I used to when it was illegal when she was younger,
0: when it was like cool get out of here so regardless of whether or not he's guilty of this which it sounds like he is but regardless of how it turns out in court get the fuck out of here yes with all of that i used to bullshit i'm sick of that i hear you (laughs) no
1: i completely agree and so to cover my own ass here because i was like i'm accusing all of this you know well this policy whatever i'm like all right let's actually find the policy though
0: Ooh! but
1: i did that shit so here's the harassment policy at walgreens yay walgreens believes that all employees should work in an environment that is free from Discrimination, intimidation, or harassment based on race, color, religion, national origin, citizenship, sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, age, disability, personal characteristics, <laughs> veteran status, or genetic information. Harassment of employees by anyone, including key here, co workers, supervisors, customers, or vendors, is not tolerated. Anyone found to have violated this policy will be subject to serious disciplinary action up to and including termination of employment (sighs) so then as my bullshit radar continues to go off i read another one of their policies this is more specific this is the diversity and inclusion equal employment opportunity and affirmative action commitment statement
0: shit <clears throat>
1: our policy expressly prohibits any harassing conduct that affects an individual's employment interferes with an individual's work performance or creates an intimidating hostile or offensive working environment
0: okay is
1: that the bullshit radar? Sure sure i like that <laughs> so because i know that there's nothing more riveting than reading a pharmacy policy yes baby
0: talk dirty to me
1: i've included them all in the show notes so if you want to read them like every night before bed you're more than welcome (laughs) to do so but i think it's important to note that you know these policies have a a real place (laughs) in in the workplace and i don't mean to poke fun at that but it's just very funny how it seems like this was overlooked at the very least considering that it At the very least, even if he didn't kill her, which, like, okay, let's be real.
0: Chances are, yeah.
1: But let's just, let's just say he didn't. Right. Let's just say he didn't slip and fall in blood and whatever, whatever, whatever.
0: innocent until proven guilty, so let's go for it.
1: We'll say that. He also came on to her several times at work and would not quit it.
0: Who knows if the boyfriend even started working there just to, like, make her feel better? You never know. And... Uh, I don't know. That frustrates me so much. And when policy, law, legally binding commitments to protection are put into place, be that from the government or from an agency, there is such a thing called vague on face value, which is essentially saying that it's so vague, Either way too much can get swept in up into it or too little can because of the vagueness of how it's written. And I personally feel like a lot of CYA policies, which I essentially am calling the harassment policies because people have them to cover their own butts. They're not at fault for their employees' actions when it comes to stuff like this and they'll do what they can to take measures against it, but they can be written so broadly like this one to cover literally any potential reason for discrimination or harassment that it almost feels like it's too vague because there's so much that it covers. It doesn't actually cover the specifics of what you're talking about. So I don't know if it's me and I'm an employer, right? So if I'm an employer and I have a situation like this where I have a employee who is harassing a minor as specifically in like a romantic nature. I'm not going to follow that up the same way I might follow up a discrimination about skin color or age. Like that kind of harassment would likely have different consequences than something romantic like this. And I think that when policies like this are so vague, it makes that aftermath a lot more difficult. Yeah, you can say that we're not going to tolerate this, but clearly that's fucking bullshit because they did for at least a year and they did with a minor for at least a year, which hello IRB fans, that's a vulnerable fucking population. You can't do a test on them. You sure as hell can't let them sit around with people who are making advances on them that are unwanted and have been refuted.
1: And I think another important piece here is, okay, this this policy seems very standard. Yeah. I cross-reference this with just, like, random corporations' harassment policies. And from what you get to see online and just not being, like, an actual employee with their cute little handbook, mm-hmm. um, it's all very standard. They make sure they hit those, the, those qualifiers and everything that's pretty much just
0: quote-unquote big ticket items
1: yeah Yeah, like that those typical things that they need to list and so uh, walgreens is no different in that and this isn't a stab at walgreens in fact literally nobody except this guy is the reason that this happened yeah well excuse me
0: (coughs) alleged alleged
1: (laughs) (laughs) um so i think that it it's i don't know it's low-hanging fruit to me to be like oh well the policy is so but it's not a bad
0: policy it's very valid and should be It's a fine policy. I wouldn't call it a good policy, but I think that I I get what you're saying. It is is the offender's fault that this happened. The offender likely being this man. Mm -hmm. But... um, Allegedly. Allegedly. But it does bother me when policies like this exist because that's how we create room for more things here to happen. And again, it's not a stab at Walgreens. The policy itself great cya that will hold up that is specific enough that we know who can and cannot be discriminated against what kind of action the company may or may not take up to and including termination of employment there are plenty of boxes checked in this policy to make it valid and fine but i don't know about you I don't want to live in a world where my safety is considered a box to check and that so long as we just did our part, everything's fine. My hope is that people would be taking even things that are okay and making them better and pushing for something that will protect minors, something that will protect young women from people who may be able to overpower them. In looking up her photo, I did immediately see a photo of his face and he did not look smaller than her. I just, it,
1: he looks like he's got 11 years on her and probably a hundred pounds.
0: Yeah. And that is saying something. It's a lot. And I, I don't mean like in terms of size or anything like that. I just mean it's a lot to comprehend essentially and not realistically, I hope, but that's a big enough age difference that they're in different sections of life. He is an adult. She is a teen.
1: She's in high school.
0: I don't know about you, but when I was in high school, I was about a third of the size I am right now. Like, little itty-bitty twig thing. And then just growing up, like becoming an adult, you become the size of an adult. And that's if you're healthy and doing everything right, which God knows I love my couch and some TV. And that's (laughs) fine with me. So it just stresses me out when you see someone so physically unmatched. And someone mentally unmatched. And also, she did everything she could. She did what we're told to do. And what we are told to trust in will keep us safe if we do those things. And that's where she got let down. I think it's also important to note that in a
1: workplace that employs both minors and adults, that there needs to be verbiage in their policies that differentiate the ways that they should be interacting with each other and like that protect the minors from things like this something explicitly written
0: right that or even something that means if a minor puts in a claim there's an expedited investigation or something like that just to prove that there is a valid concern for that minor's well-being because after one was put in that's enough for me to want to investigate. After she's put in more than one, she has a case for probably a su- like a lawsuit.
1: And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I bet that boyfriend started working. And I didn't see anything about this, but right, could have started working there to like protect her or like, see what I mean? See, how was
0: looking at me like. Isn't I- that weird? Yeah. <laughs> when I had just moved into the apartment that I'm in. I had uh, cockroaches for a little bit, and ooh. it was ooh, it was my worst fear. You know this. I hate beetles. Um, anything that can crunch, if I kill it, I ooh, I, I can't do it. I, <laughs> you are like con- I ha- right I am now. like having a tick. I hate it. I hate it so much. So I this was like my biggest nightmare <laughs> was a cockroach in this apartment, and and it was there. There it oh was. Oh god, there were so many. Oh uh, okay. So <laughs> I, I would did not have. In infestation, I got the overflow from my across the na- across the hall neighbor, um, which I only say not as a dig against them. I actually kind of thought they were dead for a hot second. I think they work third shift and I just never saw them. Mm-hmm. But between all the bugs and then never seeing them, I was like, that's it. They're dead. But <laughs> they're not. They're fine. They're alive and well. She's actually quite nice, but not the point. Had the cockroaches. Keep the keeper of the bugs yes they would overflow into my apartment because i had more room and find their little way was like over. a cute little cleanly human it's like a little vacation mm-hmm. and i freaked the fuck out when i saw the first one and called the property manager and i was like i need help and Like there's a cockroach and she was like mm-hmm. the exterminator comes friday and i was like it's not friday like i need him now So I packed the fuck up and I spent the night at my boyfriend's at the time and I had him come over every time this exterminator came over because he creeped me out so much that after like the first time or two of being alone with him, I was like, we're just going to include the large man that I like on the couch and see how that changes things. And boy did it. It went from, you know, telling me all about, you know all of my feelings and personal experience and that I'm like totally open and cool to mm -hmm, my wife and child. And I was like, funny how those never came up before, sir. It's amazing how quickly the job gets done. It's true. When they're not trying to flirt with you either. (laughs) I, oh my gosh, truly. Um, so it was fascinating to me that you say that. I think that's probably a very real possibility just as someone who's literally done it. Like I can't, yeah
1: to have to try to have a trusted male with you right or someone at least somebody else Just someone that might person. deter whoever this is from interacting with you so brazen,
0: yes, and also with such a difference in age like you would hope I would hope that even in a situation where someone's in a relationship and another person has a crush on them but they're all the same age seeing that interaction might be like ow but okay they're clearly like in a committed relationship together but especially with an adult watching two minors that are in a relationship hopefully that puts a fucking red flag in your head that says whoa these are kids These are children dating. This is high school dating. This is you talk to Marissa in third period and you ask me out in second period, what the fuck are you doing dating? And I'm not saying that they were that immature or that they were, you know, petty or nitpicking or having fights. but But if they
1: were, they're allowed to be because they're babies.
0: They're babies. And even if they weren't, they're still talking about third period. They're children. Like... Get your head out of your ass. She was just excited to go to band class. Yeah. And probably do a little flag twirly thing that I saw.
1: Yeah. She was on the color guard. Yes.
0: Which is cute as hell. Marching band. And I don't know. It just bothers me so much that not only could you see someone not much younger than you and decide that there is a real romantic relationship interest there, but also to then see that person interact dotingly with someone of their own age and not be like hmm okay kids
1: not like self-reflect on that a little
0: bit yeah we're not going to take a second here at all
1: well pedophiles and predators don't care about that (sighs) so i want to talk about where joshua is right now okay joshua our main suspect here and From what I can tell, the only suspect, because it just really all kind of points to him.
0: That good, good alleged offender.
1: Uh, Allegedly. So, he's currently in custody, Mm -hmm. obviously. Yes. There'll be a photo of him on our Instagram page that you can see the, like, raw, fresh scratch marks on his face. Like, it was definitely the next day. Yeah. So... I haven't seen anything about his competency, any sort of mental health evaluation on him. I'm sure that a lot more things will be revealed at that time if there was any kind of just other <laughs> things going on. Any mitigating factors whatsoever. <laughs> not that it would ex- like excuse what's going on or whatever. And again, he's not even found guilty. So, this is all alleged, but I also think it's important that they could very well determine that he had suffered some pretty significant psychiatric issues or things like that. And maybe, like, if I had to take a guess looking at just, like, what's pretty vague in research right now because it's ongoing and all of these details are going to come out in a little bit, Right. my gut tells me that she was one of the few people that was nice to him mm-hmm. and she was just a nice person she probably sat asked him how his day was asked him about his family what he likes doing tried to be a friend and a kind co-worker to him right and i think maybe she was one of the few that had done that not that I think that, not that there's any evidence that he was, like, bullied or anything, but, like, I don't know, I just kind of got that sense that maybe he was drawn to her so much in that way.
0: Right, well, and also, I would venture to say that people who have a hard time fitting in with people their own age or with their own peers are more likely to be drawn to people younger than them. I don't know that that's true.
1: And a lot of times it has to do with maturity, so if he, if his maturity level is more, like, that
0: well, precisely. The age that she's at then. And her obituary even said she's wise beyond her years. So even if we cut that difference in half and he's a little immature and she's a bit mature for her age, I get that. That makes you want to think that it's okay. It's just not. That's not how. But maybe it works. you guys
1: could be friendly colleagues.
0: And maybe at another time in life, like 11 years, it's a lot, but. If you're 33 and your partner's 44, you're pretty much in the same life stage, you know? It
1: it matters less the older you get because there are so many pivotal things that happen in those few years when you're younger that they make all the difference in the world.
0: All of the difference. And 16 to 27 and later 17 to 28, it's too, it's too big of a difference in formative years. It just is. And... You know, I feel for the guy because in one hand, like, I can't imagine myself ever being in a situation where things were going well, and I would choose to have any of that happen or to entertain any
1: Thought that that thoughts. would be something I would do, yeah.
0: Right, like, people get intrusive thoughts. Your mental health isn't fact when it comes to stuff like that, but you also have 100% of the capability to decide what to do with that. And I could not imagine anyone in a happy, healthy state of mind and body that would choose to entertain those thoughts and think that that would be a valid and reasonable path to take. Um, It is heartbreaking for her because as we all know, she is a projection of whatever shit is going on in this offender's life. Mm -hmm. She's 17 and kids can be cruel. Don't get me wrong. I've, to hurt an eighth grader, but like, I don't think kids are cruel enough to say anything to provoke a full grown adult into rage doing anything. So. And even if she did. Even if she did, that doesn't mean you get to get killed because you said something that hurt somebody's feelings.
1: Even if she was the meanest, rudest punk bitch, just like, whatever. Yeah. Every, every name, whatever. She didn't deserve that.
0: Hell no. And not okay, sorry, no offense at Walgreens, but not in a fucking Walgreens. Like my God, if you're gonna <laughs> if you're going to have a brutal end to your life, can we not do it under the fluorescent lights? Like <laughs>
1: Well, and I think of like who I was at seventeen, and I'm a very, 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 very different person. Same. And That's important. You're supposed to grow and mature and change over time. And if I wanted today what I thought I wanted at 17, I would have a very different life. Right. And 17 year olds can be assholes. I'm sure I was. Oh, I definitely was. I know many people (laughs) were assholes (laughs) that my my core memories of them are them at that age because I'm not. I don't know them anymore. Right. And there are these poor memories, and I tell myself that's probably not how they are anymore the people you stop being friends with in high school i'm like i forgive you yeah <laughs> like we were children kids will be kids you move on and so she didn't get a chance to do any of that so even if she was a shithead right even though there is literally no evidence to suggest that this artsy fartsy musical delightful warm bubbly kind empathetic passionate
0: wise young girl was anything but those things there's no evidence but even if she was she gets to be
1: even if she was nasty and not nice to people and not passionate and not empathetic and <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember the words i just even if she was none of those things doesn't make her deserving of that i mean for christ's sake she spent her free time just volunteering at the humane society
0: which I don't know about you guys, but when I was in high school, I was at school at an extracurricular or at the end of my schooling at work. And to take all of that and then take more free time to volunteer, I think says a lot about her as a person and the values that she kept. But also, it just makes, I don't know. It makes it suck that much more. Like, I hope that today I can be described as half of the woman that she was described to be at 17. And I hope that whoever did this, regardless of whether or not is our alleged prime suspect, I hope, honestly, I hope that they never get to go a day in their life without thinking about the person they took away from the world. Because that's shitty. If you can be described as that delightful at 17, think of all the good she could have done.
1: And in her memory. Yes. I want to, because I always do this. You I'm always do. <laughs> always going to include what the family has done since to Thanks. honor their family member.
0: Thank you always for your little silver linings.
1: I, guys, if I don't have a silver lining, I I will lose it.
0: Ali and i talk about this daily <laughs>
1: i need to i need to find something good in something i need to find the light at the end of the tunnel and there are sometimes just shit situations but you need to do what you can to try to make it okay otherwise it is just a shit on a stick just a shit on a stick so
0: but hey you get a stick oh my god the <laughs> so- silver lining
1: Think that Does that count third.
0: as a dad joke? Were we due for one already? Or? Oh my gosh, we're so due for a dad joke. It's been five ever.
1: So two things, and we're going to have these linked in the show notes and on Instagram. This is what I will leave you with today. So there is a GoFundMe that was set up in Riley's honor, and it is for a scholarship so that her memory can carry on. So, at the time of this recording, it has raised more than $53,000. The initial goal was 10000
0: And we're only, what, a few weeks after? Yeah. That's impressive.
1: So, the GoFundMe page was updated on July 22nd, and it says, Our family so appreciates all of the donations, both big and small, and all the shares far and wide, We know Riley is somewhere beaming with joy that we can carry her forward through scholarships for students just like her. Though she was only 17, she was a generous, kind, intelligent, artistic, and loving kid who found a way to connect in meaningful, thoughtful ways with everyone she came in contact with.
0: You're going to make me cry.
1: So it goes on to say, Please continue to share, if you will, as we would love to spread her love for many years to come. We will continue to share updates on what types of scholarships will be available as we finalize those plans. If we could send personal thank you letters to everyone, please know that we would. You're going to make
0: me cry. So
1: I will link this GoFundMe should you feel compelled to check it out or to donate. And I'm also going to link humane society so that if you would like to make a donation in riley's honor you can do so because that is an organization that she's very passionate about i love that so what's next really is this court date for joshua johnson in august and hopefully i will have an update regardless of you know whether the outcome is something i agree with or not i will get back to you i think it's pretty clear that it was him but i don't want to rule out anything else because it's just not how my brain is wired i need to be like oh so very sure but i feel like covering up windows stacking bins slipping and falling in her blood scratches on the face and then running away to like two hours away walking the highway yeah i think
0: that's uh that's pretty decent i would say there's motive there is premeditation. There are means. There are efforts taken to cover up a crime, which is usually used in determining competency or I suppose in reality. It's used more to determine whether or not the person knew right from wrong at the time, which covering up your tracks indicates that you know it's wrong. There is a place to escape to or an escape quote unquote plan. He did mm-hmm. something to try to get away. And also that he had defensive wounds. Mm-hmm. You know, slipping and falling in blood does not account for a scratch on your face, sir. You didn't Sorry.
1: slip and fall in blood and then accidentally scratch your own face and your own hands. Like, enough
0: to be wounded.
1: Enough to draw blood and have a like actual mark as a result that just it doesn't add up my people
0: so regardless if he acted alone or with a with a friend it does sure seem like he was involved in some way allegedly and I'm so excited will you keep us updated as the trial stuff comes out are you going to keep tabs on that I'm
1: going to be keeping tabs on it and either this will be a part two or depending on how long it goes um, several parts or several updates in the beginning of different episodes but we'll make sure that it's in the show notes so if you want to just have little updates for those um as they come out then I'll make sure that they're listed even if the actual episode is about a different case
0: awesome so you guys if you're interested in keeping up with the updates not in show notes or in other episodes we will try to put out some instagram content we are working out what would be the best organizational tactic, but just know it'll either be on our story, or on our posts, and if it's on our story, we'll keep it so you guys can go back and look at it. Um, bear with us as we figure out the best way to organize that for you guys and for ourselves to keep up with it. But we do wanna make sure that there are resources and updates readily available for cases that we cover that are either cold or are not yet solved or completed like this one.
1: Absolutely. And we want to hear from you. If there's something that you feel you want more information on it or you'd like our take on it, please send that to us. If there's things that certain resources you want us to include or anything like that that you want us to talk about, please let us know. We are here for you.
0: Yep. We just want to make sure that you guys know we, we're we into it. We want to make sure that we do our part in describing these events. I think part of having a true crime podcast is really taking on the burden of figuring out how to live your life as a stranger who knows so many intimate details about other strangers and also making sure that we are doing our part to give the respect, bring justice and sort of bring light to these victims and these crimes in the most responsible way in the most empathetic way and in the most I hope kind and accurate way that we possibly can. So any way that we can do better at that or that you guys feel like you might want to see more of that we're overlooking we're really open to it because this shit sucks and like we laugh about it because it's kind of the only thing you can do at some point but it fucking sucks.
1: We have to and I hope you guys know and You you guys have stuck around, I think you do know, that (laughs) we don't mean any of the jokes or anything, anything that we're trying to make lighthearted is because the content is so so heavy, (laughs) horrible, and if you don't laugh, you'll cry,
0: is how I kind of look at it. And sometimes you laugh until you cry, and then you cry because you're sad, and you cry because you laugh, and... Isn't that just the nature of the beast, right? Isn't that just how it goes? Ain't that just the way? Oh, I'm so excited for fall. I love fall. Sorry. Ain't that just the way is a quote from I Over didn't. the Garden Wall. Okay, I didn't get that. So. It's very autumnal. I think you'd like it. Oh,
1: my God. You would say autumnal. <laughs> well, with that, you guys, thank you for hanging around.
0: Um, Hey, Allie. Before we go, which I'm looking at my my clock here and it does seem like it was time, but before we double check. Goodness. Before we double check, um, if they wanted to go to our Instagram to see any of that content, where would they go? So our Instagram page.
1: Yeah. Is about time for true crime pod. Okay. Okay. Cute cute little periods in between all the words. Love it. So it'd be about period time period for the word, not the number.
0: Okay. Period. Good to know. True period crime period pod. Interesting. Okay. So about time for true crime pod periods in between all the words and the word for, which I think is different from our Gmail because that's about time and the number for TC at gmail.com, right? That's correct.
1: Now, more importantly, though, was that a good idea?
0: God only knows.
1: We have no fucking idea.
0: Uh, You guys could tell us. But I don't know if we can change it. So you but should know you'd, that. <laughs> that. You'd have to email us first. Oh, <laughs> and if you do that, you got to pay the troll toll, which is a photo of your cat. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, you guys. see the
1: snoots. All right. Well,
0: check your clock, Allie, because I think that was it.
1: Oh, my God. I think it was. That was About,
0: about time, time for True crime. crime. Goodbye, you guys. Bye,
1: guys. Get out of here.